Hello there historians. Today we are going to discuss the Great War in our first episode of the Aftermath. The Great War indeed had some devastating effects all around the world. But today we are going to dig deep into the so-called war guilty nation, Germany. The peace treaties of 1919 to 23 created a new Europe. As the treaties were carried out, many problems emerged as well. There was political turmoil across Central and Eastern Europe. The Treaty of Versailles was received very badly within Germany. The nation had been blamed entirely for the First World War and had been forced to pay reparations to the Allies under Clause 231, aka the War Guilt Clause of the treaty. The War Guilt Clause not only made the Germans accept responsibility for the war, but also caused them dearly. 10% of German lands were lost as a result. All of Germany's overseas colonies were taken away and was shared between the Allies and a massive 12.5% of the German population found itself living outside of the new German borders. These terms had several dramatic consequences on Germany. Today we are imitating using the information from the book by Heinz Waldemar, who was a former German chancellor. So we can find information that isn't present in your textbooks. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in. My name is Heinz and here are my experiences. Initially, we refused to sign the treaty and opted to scuttle the fleet in protest since the terms were biased and ridiculous. We had no choice except signing the treaty as we were in no state to fight back. As we signed the treaty, these were the immediate effects that I saw. Physical impact of the treaty. The Treaty of Versailles radically altered the geography of Europe. The treaty had clauses that resulted in areas of land being taken away from Germany. These lands had people who earned and lived there for decades and after the war they weren't wealthy enough to start all over. Land terms include separation of East Prussia from German territory by the Polish corridor, having the German city of Danzig placed under the league's control. Three and a half million Germans were placed under Czech rule in the Sudeten land. We knew we would lose these areas, but we had to go ahead and this severely hampered our economy as we lost areas that were playing a major role in the economy. We not only faced severe effects on the economy, but thousands of my fellow Germans lost their jobs, which put a lot of pressure onto them as they weren't able to feed their families. And whereas I had lavish meals with my family at my home, I saw food getting wasted by my son, but I said nothing. All I wondered was about those who were fighting it out there to get a piece of bread. Next is military. The treaty limited our military power, forcing us to have an army of no more than 100,000 members and only small ships in the navy. Moreover, Rhineland was demilitarized. All this made the civilians feel vulnerable as such a small army wouldn't be able to protect such a large nation since this treaty created new enemies of Germany. We were nothing but weaklings in Europe as we could have barely defended ourselves against an invasion. But I was helpless. Next is the Weimar Republic. Defeat and peace treaty brought chaos to Germany. 
1919, a new government was set up in the town of Weimar and it became known as the Weimar Republic. The incoming government had no choice but to sign the treaty, but it was accused by some. This, amongst others, led to a growth in the number of people who distrusted the Weimar Republic and were unwilling to support it. This manifested itself in uprisings such as the Cap Push and the Munich Push. Though there are other factors which led to these uprisings, the new government has attacked on all sides. Between 1919 and 1923, there were repeated attempts by both the left-wing and the right-wing militants to overthrow the new Weimar Republic. This had significant impact on the role that Germany would and potentially could play in the European and world affairs in the early post-war climate. However, whilst it is evident that Germany became politically isolated in the West, some leaders would point out that our isolation has been exaggerated by the Westerners. The Treaty of Rapallo, for example, shows that there was scope for Germany to develop relations in the East, in this case with the Soviet Union, and they would point out the newly formed nations were in need for economic partners, with Germany being a likely dominant path. That's few. In January 1919, communist revolutionaries called Schwarzenegger tried to stage a revolution in Berlin. In April, communists tried to seize power in Munich. Both of these rebellions were smashed by armed and violent groups of ex-servicemen known as Free Corps. In 1920, a Free Corps force attempted to seize Berlin. The army sympathized with the Free Corps and refused to fight them. This attempt at a right-wing revolution was eventually stopped by a strike by left-wing workers. These were another examples of civil unrest, but we were helpless as people were restless and aggressive due to the treaty as they were highly affected. There were hardly any food, water or basic necessities such as shelter for people. They could barely buy things due to hyperinflation. We attempted to pay the reparations bill after 1921 added to the Germany's economic problems and helped to cause a huge level of inflation. At the same time, a new political crisis created economic problems. The French invaded the Ruhr region in January 1923 on the grounds that the Germans were not paying their reparations. This was the center of the German industry. Germans responded with strikes, but this had the effect of doing more damage to Germany than to France. As a result of this, Germany was held accountable for the cost of the war and the treaty dictated that the compensation would have to be paid to the Allies. These payments, called reparations, would be paid monthly and would total some 6,600 million pounds. Remember that the economic might of Germany had been stretched to the limits during the war and we would have to reconstruct the economy at the same time as paying their reparations. In addition, Germany had lost some of its most precious sources of raw materials as the colonies and some of the 
areas ceded to other countries were rich sources of income. These factories would make it harder for the German economy to cope. Further to this, it is important to note the casualties suffered during the war. Germany lost some 1.7 million men during the war and a further 4.2 million are listed as being wounded. Another right-wing attempt to seize power was launched in November 1923. The leader of this rebellion was a militant nationalist called Adolf Hitler. The rebellion ended in a fiasco in Munich after a few of Hitler's followers had been shot. Hitler was dealt with leniency and was imprisoned for a short time. By this time, the economy of Germany had begun to recover and it seemed that stability was beginning to return to the country. So this is it. Hope you enjoyed and better understood the topic as well. I will see you next week where we will discuss the effects of the League of Nations. And like always, remember, we cannot perceive the future without understanding our past.